You're listening to Go 10 Lisa Podcast with Lisa Waldron, where you hear 10 episodes per season, where each episode is dedicated to something that can uplift you and make you want to go share with your friends. Are you ready for today's episode? All right, well, get ready. Go get your headphones. Get set. Are you seated comfortably? Go! Here we go in today's episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Go 10 Lisa Podcast with me, Lisa Waldron. So, guys, how are you guys doing? This podcast is basically, well, actually, this episode is basically doing a check-in on you guys. How is everyone doing with this quarantine and everyone having to stay at home? Isn't this something? I don't want to spend a lot of time because a lot of people are stuck to the news and I don't want this episode to be all about the news related, but just in case, if you are new to my podcast or you're listening to this in the near future or 20 years from now and you're wondering what on earth am I talking about why everyone is at home, basically, if there's any archives left, look it up. In 2020, um, basically the whole entire world is impacted by a virus called coronavirus, which now has a new name, which is COVID, C-O-V-I-D-19. So basically, it's almost like flu-like symptoms, but a little bit worse. It's, It's just spreading and spreading, and they're just encouraging people to wash their hands and to have social distancing. What, which is to have like four to six feet a, apart from another person. And it's just, you know, I, I think about it like every decade or a hundred or every 50 years or a hundred years or so, there is some kind of major pandemic. But guys, this one beats the cake. And I'm sure there's going to be more in the future, you know, or whatever. But this just... This just made me think like there's so many things running through my head, but here's one thing I have to tell you guys. The most important thing for you guys to do when you're at home right now, some of you have been at home for like weeks already, going into a month now. Some people started late. Here is the number one thing. Turn off the damn news. Yes, as you all know, I don't listen to the news. And what have I been saying ever since I did my podcast years ago? What have I been saying? You're not going to miss anything. I've been saying that in all, pretty much all my podcasts, that if some major event happens and you are not a news watcher, you're going to find out about it because people are going to be talking about it. So let me tell you something. Word of mouth is quicker than the news. Yes, don't get me wrong. You do want to check in to the news just to verify a few things, but time yourself. Two minutes. I want to say two minutes is the max. Five if you have to, right? Because I I just been telling my mother and my stepfather to take a friggin' break. <laughs> Guys, am I the only one that have like people that you know, people in your family that just sits there hour by hour watching the news and then I'm telling my mother 
you need a break. Not only are you watching the news, but you have your friends calling and you're, and you're all, you're just regurgitating the news all over again. And you know, with every, it's human nature that you're going to add your little spin to it and your little flavor to it, meaning that it's going to be hyped even more. So here is the thing. Stay off the news channel as much as possible. You know, I was just thinking um, that it's, I'll tell you a little joke. <laughs> and I think I, I, I said it in one of my videos or I'll say it again. Maybe I said it on the podcast. But the other day, well, let me backtrack because there's so much stuff going on. So what's been happening is that um, a couple of weeks ago, I had a colonoscopy, guys, for the first time. While the whole world is sitting around worried, I'm over here getting procedures done and um, having my annual exams done, having everything done and just continuing on as normal as much as I can, right? Because you cannot let things of the world affect you to the point that you're just at a standstill. But anyway, I had to get it done anyway because um, it's around that time and the doctor recommended it. But my PSA for everyone is that all insurance companies right now are up in it to age 45. Of course, earlier if you have a um, history of cancer in your family. So basically, what is a colonoscopy? A colonoscopy is where you drink like a laxative, a heavy-duty laxative, and it cleans out your colon. Then you go and see the GI specialist, and they pretty much put you to sleep, and they go up to your rectum and to your colon and they take like a little, um, I want to say it's like a, uh, oh, I don't know why I have a microphone in my head, but it's not a microphone. It's kind of like a little camera. They go up there and they search the whole colon because you know you have your large colon intestine and your small colon intestine. So they pretty much go all the way through. Um, so they did find one polyp. The good thing about it is that if they find anything, they're going to cut it off and um, send it to the lab and whatever. So all I can say is thank you, Lord, that they only found one. They had it tested and it's not cancerous. Hallelujah. That's all I have to say. Thank you, Lord. And so then that is like uh, you have to do prep before prep in regards to a seven day prep where um, you know, you can't eat certain foods, certain foods with certain colors. And then the day before you can't eat anything, just a drink mixture. And then the day off is just, yeah. So it's like, uh, what I have to shout out to my GI specialist office, because let me tell you something, not only did they send me reminders every single day, it became a little annoying, but it was good. They even sent videos Okay, so they even had YouTube videos with links of what to, you know, what to expect. The only thing is that the day of the procedure, I didn't get anything, but I had to end up calling them because I felt so dizzy and I think I was dehydrated because remember, it's flushing you out of everything, right? And I had to ask them, can I drink water? And of course, I had a cutoff time because they want you to be completely clean hours before the actual procedure. 
So guys, and then a week later, I had knee surgery. So I'm still recovering from knee surgery. Um, it's been a couple of days now. OMG. Um, I can talk so much about the knee surgery. The staff there also was good. They were actually um, practicing social distancing, even to the point of check-in. They wouldn't even let anyone <laughs> through the door unless it was just two people in the waiting room and then somebody was ahead of me. I'm telling you, this was like, you ever, you ever go to an early morning flight? What do they call those flights? Like a red-eye flight? That's pretty much where my surgery was, that early in the morning. And um, so I had to wait while that person signed in. And then, yeah, and then others had to wait outside. They were really, really practicing it a lot. Um, the only thing was that I did see the, one of the anesthesiologists cough and I was like, did he just cough without covering his mouth? And then the nurse just looked at me, <laughs> but it's like, hello, that, that gets on my nerve. That's one of my pet peeves. Why, why do you do that? Whoever, if you're guilty, raise your hand right now. I'm not raising my hand cause I don't do that. Okay. Why do you cough out into the air <coughs> and then don't even cover your mouth? I digress off that subject, but just let you know that's one of the things that make me go. Ugh. So anyway, guys, so I'm in recovery mode right now. This podcast episode is sent out a day late, so I do apologize if you were waiting for it on Friday. It's coming out on Saturday. Um, so yeah, um, and then they give you these painkillers that I really don't want to take because it has like codeine and all that kind of stuff in there. <sighs> so I digress on that too, because that's like a whole nother subject. And every time I think about that, I think about Adrienne Ballon Hooten, who is on the rail and how she mentioned one time that when she goes to the dentist's office, she doesn't take any pain medications and just go through the, I don't know how on earth, but I think I figured out how not, I think it was by accident because the other day, I want to say it was last month, I went to the dentist and for some reason, the anesthesia that they gave me was wearing off like every two seconds. And and I was like, they were like, did you have any coffee? Did you have any tea? And I was like, no. And then I thought about it. I just had lunch that day. And the only thing out of the, I had a veggie sandwich, which pretty much was bread, lettuce, and cheese. And the only other thing that I had differently was a papaya green tea from um, um, Panera Bread. So I was like, well, technically, I didn't think about it until after I left the dentist's office. And I was like, could it be that the papaya green tea was counteracting against the anesthesia? Anyway, they injected me like almost a hundred times. I felt like kept injecting my mouth, injecting my mouth, injecting my mouth to the point that they couldn't do the procedure because I was sitting there for hours with them just injecting me. And I kept feeling the pain. As soon as they would start, I would feel the pain. And they were like, this has never happened. It, it has happened once or of all of their patients. 
I am a rare patient according to them because this has happened to less than five people, but they have told them to come back the next day and somehow they have figured out that when this happens to people where the anesthesia is not taken, they it's happening in the, in the afternoon, right? So they tell them to come back in the morning where it's a little bit more fresher and somehow it takes. Well, not my body. For some weird reason, it was like, huh. I was like, did I figure out something to like counteract anesthesia, but you don't really want it to counteract anesthesia and it's just natural green tea? Hmm. Or was there something else going on with my body? Or you know what I actually told them, guys? I said to them when I was checking out, I said to them, why don't you stop giving me the cheap version and give me the real anesthesia? <laughs> because the doctor even had to give me like her, what she considered to be her strongest anesthesia for dental work. And it still wasn't taken. It was like the strangest thing happening. I felt like I was actually having an outer body experience. Like this has never happened before. Like what's going on here? Why am I still feeling the pain? Am I over? Did I master? Or maybe I mastered um, um, not feeling the pain because it wasn't painful except for all the injections, but I still can feel every time they were about to drill. It was so, it was so, it was so weird. So that weirdness led into the weirdness that's going, even the bigger weirdness that's going on in this world. So anyway, guys, so my advice to you is stay away from the news. I even have to encourage them to get up and do a little bit of exercise. I think the whole world is working out right now and doing exercise. So here is my thought on that. I too am doing that, was doing that before my surgery lightly, I I guess once I start getting better, get back into the swing of doing it, you know, because I'm going to have to have physical therapy and all that kind of stuff. But here is the thing. The whole entire world should be fit. When I say fit, we all should be so muscle toned and fit. It's not even funny, right? And I think I've solved the um the toilet tissue dilemma so i kept so everyone keeps asking everyone why is everyone stocking up on toilet tissue why is everyone buying up on the toilet tissue where some people can't get toilet tissue and then i said to my family you know i think it's because the whole world doesn't want to be dirty they know that poop which is caca which is doo doo stinks right so they're thinking what if they're all putting themselves in the what if mode? What if there is no more toilet tissue? How are we going to be in a house with other people and combat that stinkiness? And how are we going to wipe ourselves? But what a lot of people don't realize is that Mother Nature, this world, has given you all natural things to use. You just have to look around. God gives you what you need. You just have to stop, look around and see. There are leaves, people. There's paper. There's newspaper. There's so many other things that you can use. 
if that ever comes to the case. But here is a question I want to challenge all of you toilet tissue paper warriors. What's actually worse? We running out of toilet tissue or the garbage men not picking up the garbage? Hmm. Think about that. And the reason why I raised that question is because this is going on two weeks now. And in my neighborhood, we have two garbage cans. We have one for the regular garbage and we have one for recycle. Recycle just means to make the world a little bit more greener. And you just, you know, put all of your cardboard boxes and some plastics, not all, um, in there. They haven't picked up any recycle bins. Hmm. And it just keeps piling up. And it's so funny because every week for the past two weeks, we've all been putting it out. And a couple of my neighbors just let the recycle bin sit there for several days. And it came a point where I just, I was one of them, but then I just picked it up. But one, one neighbor just had it out there the whole time. And by, by the time they were supposed to pick it up, here comes the next round of pickup. They still didn't pick it up. So I thought they were all for them from the same company, but apparently they're not. So then I'm just thinking that we're just going to have to put the recycled trash into the regular garbage and, you know, just so it doesn't pile up. So, yeah, so that's what's going on. I'm staying away from the news. I'm very highly informed. I I also start getting like um news Apple news alert on my phone. So if anything, I am being alerted by Apple because I do have an Apple um uh, um iPhone. So I am being alerted. So whether I I didn't have any family members or friends or no one to tell me, I get these little alerts. I don't know how because I don't well, it's just been coming in more more than usual. Um but I think they're just doing their duty to just notify everyone, hey, this is what's happening in the world, right? And like I said, you know, just spend a couple of minutes, but get the heck off of there because the news is not going to change from the 12 o'clock news to the lunch news to the afternoon news to the evening news, you know, and then some stations are, I'm, I'm telling you, I have not watched the news full on straight. The only news I would tolerate right now is PBS NewsHour, and I was telling my mother, and that's like on occasion, and the only reason why I would prefer that one is because it's not just about the U.S. It's about the, it's, it's international, number one, and not only that, the whole thing is not repeating itself, like every segment, every 15 minutes, you're repeating what you said in the first 15 minutes of the hour, they're also talking about global stuff. They're also talking about technology. It's a vast variety of things in that news hour. So therefore, you're not like depressed and like, oh my gosh, that's what's happening. Really? You know what I mean? So it's like educating you. And I think that's what the news is supposed to be. But like I said, I don't even watch that religiously. Only when I happen to catch it and even still I don't sit there for the whole hour because it's only for an hour. I don't sit there for the whole hour and watch it anyway. Only on rare occasions I may watch it, but I still never catch it for the whole entire hour. 
So that being said, what am I doing? What are you guys doing? Are you guys doing okay? The only thing I would ask everyone to do during this time of quarantine or homestay or home sheltering, whatever you want to call it, it's pretty much stay behind at home, um, is that checking on the elderly, checking on the elderly. Why? A lot of them are independent. A lot of them are by themselves and um, a lot of them are alone, you know, and even if you have a neighbor checking, I know no one wants to open their door or whatever, but it's like, just check in and you, you want to know what's a funny thing out of this whole dilemma, my mother has figured out how to FaceTime on her phone. That's right, folks. She has learned how to FaceTime. One of her friends told her, and um, I didn't even think about it because I have an iPhone and the iPhone has FaceTime on there, but she doesn't have an iPhone. She has an Android phone, but then there is WhatsApp. So just in case you guys have WhatsApp, W-H-A-T-S, WhatsApp, um, I had WhatsApp on my phone for a long time. I really don't use it. Um, it's great for if you have people in different countries because you cut down a lot on the long distance, you know, call and whatever. But WhatsApp does have a FaceTime feature. So we're able to see them now. So that it was so funny that I was FaceTiming her and my son came downstairs and he was like, how did grandma get FaceTime? Because <laughs> he was like, did she change her phone or whatever? So I, with my smart mouth, was like, oh, grandma figured out how to use FaceTime now, you know? So, and then another thought crossed my mind about people who are not willing to change. And let me explain to you how that thought was. So you see what's happening in the world right now, right? And my mother is learning how to FaceTime, you know, because one of her friends told her about it. You know, they're all in the same age group and they figured that out. Um, because even though we are all staying at home, we still want to see that other person's face now and then. We still want to make sure that some people are more visual. So they, even though they're hearing you say that you're okay, some people can tell visually and like to see the people visually to make them think that they're with them, you know, face to face as well. So basically, I think I lost my, I have so many thoughts, but I just want to keep this episode like a short episode. But basically, um, what I was going to say is that the people who are not accustomed to change, can you imagine? So think about it. Suppose you were one of those people that were like, computers? Oh, I'm not going to follow that trend of computers. Oh, it's going to come and go. Oh, iPhones? Oh, Apple Watch? Oh, I'm not going to follow them or whatever. And look, look at it, guys. Now in this time of need, the technology world is booming right now because that's how people are um, functioning. The world is not in a pandemic state. It's in, it's in an urgent state, but it's not in a pandemic state. I think it would reach a pandemic state when, God forbid, 
all the telephones are not working and nobody can reach their loved ones. I think that would be a friggin' pandemic state right there. That there's no garbage, whatever. Here's here's the thing. I don't want to go down that road. You you know what I mean? We're in an urgent state. It's not dire you know, whatever. And you have to remember, people are comparing what's happening now to what happened in the past with other viruses and sicknesses and war. Here's a thing to think about. There may have been other stuff in the past, but remember that they were also dealing with war. You know what I mean? So can you imagine that people are having wartime, also having hunger? They're not focusing on the toilet tissue. They're just focusing on survival. And here it is that we, um, the majority of the nation cannot stay at home and they're worried about toilet tissue. This is not a pandemic. It's an urgent, urgent state. Yes. We don't want it to become a pandemic if everyone just follow, you know, and just be safe. I think now is a time I keep saying it over and over and I am actually preaching it and practicing it, guys. I'm at a state where I'm just taking one room at a time, one section at a time and fixing up my home. Your home is going to be your place where hopefully it's a safe environment and it's a relaxing environment. And that's your retreat. That is your place that you want it to be a retreat. So whether you have a lot of people that's living in your home, find a closet, find somewhere some space in that home where you can call your own. Now, one of the things that has been highlighted during this time, which is sad, is that not only are there people dying from this virus, may their soul rest in peace, it's all of the um, the lack of um, equipment. It, it, there's not enough to to go around for billions of people. Um, there's a big shout out. I give a big shout out to all the hospital, all the doctor's office. Everyone is still working. I mean, I just had my surgery. They're still working. One of my nurses was pregnant, you know, is pregnant. People are still going to work. You know what I mean? They're still having a job because, um, if everything is shut down, then nobody's going to work, you know, and that's, you know, you can add that to your list of pandemic reasons. That's why I say we're not in pandemic. You know, I hope not at all. We're just in an urgent, urgent, urgent state. And another thing that has been highlighted is that the millions of kids who rely on school food, free food, and also more importantly, is all of the people who don't have a safe place in their own home because they're either being physically, sexually, or um, spiritually, or verbally abused. You know what I mean? So it's like they don't have a safe place. So if anything, to send up prayers and just ask for everyone to just be protected and just be safe during this time that we have to be in a place that should be our retreat and it's not for a lot of people and we just hope that they just have the protection and just be safe. Another thing that has been highlighted is that um I'll give you a joke. It's not highlighted but I'll give you a joke. A couple of weeks ago, 
um, when all of this broke out and everything, I decided to start fixing up my house and, and I did a video where I was power washing and my son was in like an utter state. Like I heard him talking to himself. I was like, were you talking to yourself in the shower? I was like, you were having like a full on conversation. Ha 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 ha. So he was like, what are you talking about? So he's, he, he was like, he was like, he was like in shock. I think he was like, with everything that's going on, you're outside power washing. <laughs> you're outside power washing the driveway. And he was like, the neighbors are looking at you like you don't have any sense. I said, I don't care. I'm getting my driveway, my driveway clean because everyone, I, I was like, look at my driveway compared to everyone else's. I mean, some were a little messy and whatever, but I, one of my goals was to always power wash the the driveway. So when I start feeling better, I have the backyard to power wash because the backyard is looking a, a, a hot, 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 hot mess more than the front yard. But he couldn't get over the fact like, this is what you're doing in like an urgent thing that's happening in the world, you're out here power washing. I said, yep, that's right. That's right. I am. And not only that, I recently had some of my trees cut down. So people are looking at me even more like she's actually having the trees cut down. Here's the thing. Not only am I paying them to cut the tree, I am giving them a little bit of money into their pocket because here's the thing. With this thing that's going on, there's a lot of people who are self-employed and they're not getting the work like they used to. Um, and they're not getting the money in, you know what I mean? So, um, so that being said, help out where you can. Um, it's not so much that I did it to pay them. I did it because I had a need. They had a, a service they wanted to fulfill as far as cutting down the trees. So it's a win-win for both of us, right? So I didn't cut down the trees all the way. I'll probably show it in one of my videos, but I trimmed a lot of it or whatever. But the point is that everything's going to get uncertain. And one of the things that I found so fascinating is that so many people with mental health issues, they're actually coping, guys. At, at least from what I'm seeing, they have found a, a spot or a place where they have been practicing the best help techniques to help them. You know what I mean? So pretty much with mental health I won't get into it. I'll get into another one, but I did do a couple of previous episodes on mental health. You can be sure to check it out in previous previous episodes on my podcast. But here is the thing. A lot of time when you're going through anxiety, especially anxiety more than depression, anxiety, you're always in a what if mode. What if this happens? What if that happens? What if this happened? What if that happened? So... If you have been seeing a psychiatrist, psychologist, or having um, someone that you talk to regularly, you're learning techniques so where you're not in a what if mode, and you know what I mean? And you're learning to deal, whatever your issues are in mental health, you're learning slowly. And you've been working on it for a while, right? So when this urgent thing happens, you got this. 
you're handling it. You're doing fantastic because you have the tools that you've been practicing and using where here it is that it's just interesting to me that I find this turn of events that the majority of the world have some type of mental um, health issues, right? Something that they're battling, whether it's from small to large, whatever. It's on a different scale for everyone, right? Nobody's perfect on this earth. Nobody. Get that through your head. Nobody's perfect. But here is the thing. It's just so interesting that the people who had it all together and you know, didn't have any mental health issues, they're the ones that's freaking out the, the most. Can you believe that? And the ones that had mental health, health issues are the ones that are coping with it a, a little bit better. And it's so interesting to me also that the people who are social butterflies, like like to get dressed up and to show off, you know, especially when they go to work and, you know, and, you know, you know, they just like to be, you know, there was a saying one time that women get dressed up for other women because they know other women are watching them and, you know, they're showing off for them, you know, like to say, look what I have, look how I'm dressed and whatever. And now that everyone is working from home, it's like, you would probably see like a glimpse of them if you're probably doing like a video conferencing call or 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 a Zoom meeting or a Skype meeting or a Teams meeting or whatever it is. You know what I mean? You're just going to see them for a couple of hours, but you're not going to, and you're probably going to see them from the waist up. If even that, some people just show their head, you know, from their, from their neck up. But the point is that you can see who is unhinging. You know, for all the people who said they don't like to work from home, and here it is, they're forced to work from home if they're able to. You know, I don't want to say forced. I would say they are encouraged to work from home. It's not forced because nobody's forcing you to do anything you don't want to do. Um, but it's just a, a turn of events. It's like, it's almost like the opposite of what you thought you would handle stuff and how you thought you would cope to some stuff is just it's just it's just interesting that's all and all i would say for you during this time is to know your priorities pray read your bible um finish a lot of the tasks that you said you would have done you have no excuses no excuses the money that you're saving on gas, if you're not working, um, put it in a jar and save it or help out another neighbor or someone. There's so many people that are going out to the stores and buying for people who are not able. I think that's such a, that's such a courageous and kind thing to do. Um, there are people who are making masks. Um, there are people who are, um, you know, Shout out to Nike app. Um, they are an exercise app that has um, removed their premium costs. So therefore, it's opening up more exercises for everyone to do. I think that was great. I think there's so many companies um, that are giving back and um, trying to make people not be at home watching the news and to do something. Like I said, the whole world should be fit, trim, and healthy by the time this is all done 
because everyone would have been working out, you know, but here is the thing, do work out, even if it's 10, 15 minutes, do work out and release those endorphins. It does give your mind that extra relief from all that heaviness from the news. Do some yoga, do some reading, dance, go on TikTok, laugh with a friend, call up some old friends. I'm I'm hearing so many things on social media about people who have been so busy, 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 that they haven't got caught up with their friends. And now we're going back to old school. The only people that will be learning during this time is the millenniums and everyone below them, zillenniums, whatever else they're called. Forgive me if I don't know your names right now, but they have no idea. They have no idea. They have no idea how to cope. And this is teaching them like kind of like old school way. Not everything is technology. Yes, you're going to have to read a physical book. Yes, you're going to be homeschooled. Yes, your parents will be homeschooling you or your guardians. Yes, you're going to have to learn to fend for yourself. Yeah, it's, it's just interesting. And I think that God is just saying to everyone, stop. Here is your moment to reset. Here is your moment. I'm giving you a break from all of the exhaustion, all the tiredness, everything. I'm giving you a break and I'm getting you back to focus, focus, because this will probably come back again soon or in the next few years or down the road or whatever. And we need to start thinking about how can we prepare for that if, if we can at all. And it's, it all begins with ourselves and our mind and our mental state. How you are mentally is going to determine how you handle this phase. Guys, it's been fun talking to you. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you guys next week. Be safe, be kind, and be loved. Until next time, peace. And remember that you're listening to Go Ten Lisa Podcast with Lisa Waldron, where you can find a new episode each week by typing in Go, the number 10, L-I-S-A. Actually, you can get 10 new episodes, then a three-week break, and then come back with 10 new episodes. And if you want to get caught up on new episodes, you can go to anchor.fm, Spotify, Radiocast, Podcast, podcast app just type in go 10 lisa all one word go 10 lisa podcast with me lisa waldron okay guys until next time peace love bye